1968, I believe, 1968, uh, his father, Reb Shlomo's father passed away. <clears throat> I think it was Chavbeit Kislev, I think that's the date. I'm not sure exactly, I think it's around there. And at the Levaya, Reb Shlomo was thinking, like, you know, every, every parent leaves something for their children. So, and people sometimes even have these, you know, thoughts at the Levaya, like, okay, who's getting what? He said, my father, I could say he left me a lot of things, but my father left me Shabbos. He left me, he gave me Shabbos. Mm-hmm. He left me Shabbos. So he started, he wrote over there, Mizmar, Mizmar, and Har Menuchos. Mizmar, Mizmar. That's what I always sing when I, when I go there. I never go, I can't ever go close to where he is, but his parents are buried two rows up on the, on the side, so I'm, I'm able to be right next to his father. So I always go first to his father's cave and say this capital to him, Mizmar Shirli on the Shabbos. So we should be zochetig that our children, Ad Esrim, should feel, okay, their parents gave us a lot of things. Our parents gave us Shabbos, and we should give Shabbos to our children as well. So I didn't, I didn't have time for staple, I forgot. A little carried away with another morning meeting. That's okay. Our parents gave us Shabbos. Okay. You could pass this page around. Samachet. Pass this page around. We're going to start today a new sicha from uh, Reb Tzvi Meyer. A beautiful sicha. Mamash, which, as you could look at the, uh, 
all you got to do is look at the Koteret, look at the title, and realize what we're dealing with over here. We're dealing with something that I'm sure everyone deals with. Son of Tet. <coughs> we're dealing with something that everyone deals with all the time. That is, look at him. Did it go around? Everyone got? Yeah. Sashi got? Getting over the Yetzer that tells you, don't let yourself get too heated up. It's going to pass on Shabbos. It's going to pass anyway. You know Motzei Shabbos is coming. You know the MSBs, the Motzei Shabbos blues are right around the corner. Don't let yourself get too pumped up. Getting over the Yetzer, cools you off. What a gift HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us. HaShabbos hi me'ein olam haba. Mitziyut acheret legamre shelo me'al mahadein klal. It is a completely different reality that is not from this world at all, like we've spoken about the last few months. HaShabbos hu yoma derishmasa velav degufa klal. Shabbos is the day of the soul. It's not the day of the body at all whatsoever. Hashabbos ubeini uven bnei Yisrael. She, this is this is something that's the in between 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 God and Yidden. You know, I'm working on this long piece right now of Reb Shlomo teaching Parshas Korach, and there's a piece there that talks about. It says Korach. One of the things he did was he was cholek al Shabbos. It's one of the things Chazal saying. He was like cholek on Shabbos. It's very interesting what he was talking about. What does it mean? He was he was cholek on Shabbos. Shabbos is all about the in-between, what a person has between someone. Like, you know, what we have between us is so special, it needs to be guarded. What we have between us, what couples have between each other, in-between, right? The Shamru of Nesra Shabbos, why did we guard it so much? This is something that's in-between, the in-between, right? So that's what he's saying over here. Shabbos of Baini Uven Bnei Yisrael, to chap what Shabbos is really all about. It encompasses within it the whole Torah. The klal of the whole Torah. And all the secrets of the Torah are dependent on Shabbos. The kiyuma de Shabbos, keeping Shabbos, kikiyuma de chol oraisa. Keeping Shabbos is like keeping the whole Torah. Man de nati Shabbos, kilu nati oraisa kula. Whoever guards the Shabbos is the guard of the whole Torah kula. Umine mizbarachin kol shisayamin. And the six days of the week are, are blessed from Shabbos. Kideisa bezara kodosh kol birchain de la'ela betata biyoma shvi'a talian. All blessings, anything good that happens in the world, any bracha that comes down into the world, it is all from, it's all receiving its sustenance from how much Shabbos means to us, how much I'm shomer on this in-between, on this special gift, Shabbos, that's called Shabbos. Like, you have to put that in proportion. Anything good that you feel has happened to you this week, any bracha that you feel you've been tuned into this past week, this is the way we have to understand this. It's it's only because, based on the Zohar Kodesh, Yeah. Yes. Whatever, wherever you were at the previous Shabbos, right? 
yeah. that on a personal level, like the way a person acts is directly mashpia, or is it on a more spiritual level, um, based on certain, I don't know even what, like, this be, act, like be. I'm going to do whatever, it's going to mean like, obviously it's not like direct, but maybe even so. I, I, only God can answer those kind of questions, you know. <laughs> I, I, yes. <laughs> Probably. Take it up with the boss, you know what I mean? Like, this is already... Shabbos affects all days of the week. This is what we have to remember. Why is Shabbos so critical? Besides the fact that the Torah tells us Hashem looked at whatever he did and he's like, I can chill now. Not those, not that, not, not really not what I mean, but you know what I mean? I am choosing to create the world through rest. Now the creation is through a world of rest. Look what he says, Lorel Chaim Kalich says like this Zulat Zehayom Haya Haolam Kharev Bigmar Sheshes Yamim Bechoze Letohu Vavo. If Shabbos didn't exist, that on the end of six days, the world would have been destroyed and put back into the reality of complete tohu vavo, chaos and nothingness. V'tzarich Hashem la'achino pam sheni, u'bemtza'us Shabbos ha'olam omed. So God's, what, 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 but what basically is going on? Shabbos play, what, what role does Shabbos play based on this Orachayim HaKadosh? Shabbos keeps the world in existence. That's what we have to understand. If it wasn't Shabbos, after six days, the world would have gone back to a lot of worlds that were created. And the Zohar HaKadosh says, Hashem said, I had enough of this, right? So therefore, it's very important to understand that Shabbos is much more than just a beautiful thing. It is a life... What's the right word? It's a sustaining energy, right? Keeps life in the world. That's why... In Bereshit, it's Yerah Shabbat. Yerah Shabbat. Oh, Shabbat. So I was going to tell you something. Yeah. A few months ago, Tom texted me out of nowhere, and he said, you ever notice that the word Bereshit is the words, the letters spell out Yerah Shabbat? So this, this whole Sicha is based on that reconfiguration of the words. Yerah Shabbat. If, if you know something is going to keep life happening in the world, right? It's going to continue life for, for existing in the world. How much year would you have before it? So Yareh Shabbat is the point of creation, Bereshit. Amazing. Thank you for, bring, for reminding us. Based on what you said before, then it can't be on an individual basis. Because how then would somebody who doesn't keep Shabbat, where does his Barachat come from? Like where does his goodness come from? Nachon. So we can't. Right. So it's probably that, that my, my keeping Shabbos brings bracha to much more than just me. It's true. It's true. Like, much like what he's saying. Because if you're, you're a million percent right. Like if I'm saying everything is talui, not me, the Zorah Kodesh says it's all talui on the bracha of Shabbos, then how can I understand anyone that is doesn't have Shabbos at all in, the, in their world. Rabbi Shlomo said he defines Shmiras Shabbos as people that can't sleep until other people know about Shabbos. That's the definition of Shomer Shabbos. I think it's really connected to this very much. He's talking here about the world, so it's, it's clear. It clear, sense. it has if to be. Only one that keeps Shabbos, the world keeps going. Right. 
The Balatanya explains that. He says... We learned in Shabbos this morning, a couple of months ago, that everybody has, you know, Roshul Shefa. Right. There's a whole... Right. It goes, it goes other places. But to go back to Sash, what you were saying, the Balatanya says, how does he... He tries to remember, he says, how could it be that people that have no connection to Torah and... Where do they have life voice at all? So... But the, the language there is called Yenikat Achoraim. They're receiving life sustenance, but it's like someone that says, Here, take this. Shabbos is Baini Uven Bnei Yisrael. It's not, take this. It's. But you, you were saying something, sorry. The Rabbi Natam talks about the Otsar Matnat Chinam, which is like the treasury of undeserved gifts. So there's the concept, I don't know it so well inside, okay, but there's the concept that. Uh, Right, then you can put anything under that category, right? right. At a certain point, you have to look at. No, it's, it's a different sogyo. Rabbi Nachman has a long. It's a long Torah. One day we'll be, be Hashem, learning, there's a deep Torah. Here, I think he's saying, like, you have, to, you have to be very focused in saying, if I'm depending myself on just like this, if I'm, if I'm tolling myself on it, I'm not going to then I can't say I'm working hard on anything. Right? There's no concept of Misha Torah, Berev Shabbat, Yuchal Shabbat. Why? Because there's this place that'll just happen for me. Usually, it doesn't happen for those people. Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that asked for Otzer Matnas Chinam, right? Not, a, not, a, not an evil person. Someone that worked so hard. He's asking to be, to be tuned into the, the treasury of unearned gifts. So Shabbos plays... Shabbos, we're looking at it a little bit differently. Um, five lines from the bottom of this paragraph. Who Omro? Kivo. Kivo Shabbat Mikom Nachto. Kivo. Because what does Bo mean? What's the context of it over here? Kivo. He, because he's in it. Bo means in, in this, right? Kivo, he's in. The God is, like, this taste of, of what Rebona Shleil means to me, Kivo, he's in it. This is such a gift. Hashem is saying, hey, come and find me. It's really easy access here. Mamash. It's much, e- I, don't, I shouldn't say easy access, much easier access than the rest of the week. Kivo. Shavas mikom alachta. Vehu amro kivo perush beimtzaut yom ze shabbos mikom alachta. Through this day, this day is the day that Hashem was shabbosing, was refraining from the level, the world of action. Uperush ma'ya melacha, yabria atzma. What action did God say? I'm refra- I'm I'm stepping away from now. Creation itself. I'll try to say this outside. What is the Rebbeinu Shleilam busy? What kivyachol? This is all one big kivyachol, okay? Because none of us understand. I shouldn't say none of us. I don't understand any of this. But if I have to push myself to connect to what this tzaddik is saying, I have to ask myself. What is God busy doing for six days? What does it mean that he's busy creating? Why do you need to create something? Like, what's the purpose of a creation? 
Because what was there before? Right, not nothing. In Yiddishkeit, there's no such thing as this is a place of nothing. When there's nothing, there's tohu vavohu. You hear the difference? It's not like there's nothing. So God said, oh, I think it'd be a good idea to have something nice here. Somebody without Shabbos is living in pretty ah, so, so this is exactly what we're getting to. So we're saying God for six days is saying there's tohu. There's tohu, there's tohu. Every day, I'm going to fill this with this light, with this earth, with this life, with this vegetation, with people, with birds, with sun and the moon, you know, everything, right? Shabbos comes, he looks at whatever he created, and he said, okay, there's no more tohu vavo in the world, but now I have to bring down to the world a deeper concept. And that's the concept of not only having to try to eliminate darkness, but also to experience light. You hear the difference? But about what God was busy doing for seven days. I know this is sounding very, I don't even like the way I'm sounding right now. I'm just trying to use a language that we can understand. Like so much of our life is about not just like filling up empty, t- like killing time. Like it's not, it's, oh boy, if I, if I, <laughs> If, I, if, I, if I'm here, it's going to be a tohu. If I, if I stick with this thing in my hand or in, my, or in front of my face, it's going to be a tohu kind of day, right? But then I can't look at my life and say, that can't be what it's all about. It has to also be, well, what's, what's it like to celebrate light? What's it like to celebrate calm? What's it like to celebrate when life isn't just trying to banish out light and darkness? So God says, that's the day That's when you can probably find the Ribbonishlam in a much easier way. If you're able to be up to this you know, place of saying, now it's not about I'm, I'm pushing away, like we said about Lechu, the first word of Kabbalah Shabbat, get out of here, all small mind uh, small mindedness. Lechu. Why? Now it's Isnarni Ma'afar Kumi, leave Shay Big Day, Sifartechan put on the the you know, your royal garments. It's a different way of living. That's what we're talking about. Many people live most of their lives just trying to make sure there's no tohu. They have no menucha sanefesh, even if they win every single day. Even if they win every day, and they don't fall to whatever they, they're nervous of falling into, they still have no menucha sanefesh. They have no calmness of the quiet of the soul. Shabbos' avoda is completely different. Completely, completely different. The avoda sanefesh is completely different world. So the world lo alma hadein. He said in the beginning, it's not from this world. That means that this world really is all about. There's tohu. I gotta create. That's what this world is. Is what do we say about Shabbos? Me'ain olam haba. It's a taste of the world to come. Because in the world to come, there's no tohu. Tzadikim yoshvim v'misatrim b'ziv nishmer ziva Torah. B'ziva, onek ha-gdusha, what neshamas are going to be experiencing is basking in light. It's not the avoda of pushing away darkness. That's just for this world. But on Shabbos, God says every week, Rav Shlomo said it the best. He said, imagine if a person that was born with a handicap was told that every, his whole life he's going to be handicapped to a certain extent, but one day a week, he's not going to be handicapped. That's what it is. 
That's what it is. Now, don't start philosophizing that statement because it can mess us up big time. Let it stay for that beautiful moment where you thought it was really nice that first second when I said it. Just keep it there and let's move on really fast, okay? Ah, person's reward is so great based on what he works on. This is the famous statement. You're working on this. You're working on blocking out tohu during the week, preparing for the day where it's not about that avoda. You're gonna eat a gevald on Shabbos. You're gonna, you're gonna taste what we're talking about big time. Ukmo bechalzman kadosh, tzarich haadam lehachin etatzmo, uliitpadel sheiskel lekabel mashet tzarich lekabel meashpaos hazman. And like every holy time, a person has to prepare himself and daven that he merits to receive what this time of Shabbos offers to a person. Slicha, uh, not Shabbos. That's in general. Whenever there's a zman, whenever there's an auspicious time, you have to daven, please may, may, may my heart be ready and open for this time. Kol sheken b'Shabbos, sh'tzarich la'amol li'agea atzmo she'izkele kabel she'fal Shabbos, she'scharo har be'me'od, aval al po alon. He says, on Shabbos, I also, there's so much that's being offered down any given second on Shabbos. The thing is with Shabbos is that I can't just show up. You could show up. Like many of us do, you can, you can show up. And it'll be a nice <coughs> weekend. I hate when Jews say, where were you for the weekend? I hate when Yidin used that language. Oh, we're going for the weekend to them. No, you're not. Are you, are you, I'm sorry to like... I hate using the word goy because the Ishbitzer messed me up once because goy, goyim is Roshi Tevos Godel Hashem Umhulam Me'od It's a whole Torah <laughs> But are you Bemet? Like, what's wrong with you? The weekend? We don't have weekends We have Shabbos She's like, weekend He's saying <clears throat> the, what, What's available to us coming down on Shabbos is something that is so worth doing whatever you can during the week to make sure you're ready for what's going to be happening, but it's al pi polo. It's based on how hard you work. Or you could have a weekend. Your choice. Guess what? You'll even go into Gan Eden. You will. And you know what Gan Eden's going to feel like? Exactly what Shabbos feels like for you now. Nothing. If your whole avoda in life is to just get to Gan Eden and not go to hell, Gan Eden will be hell for you. It'll be hell. It's not my voice. This is brought down in this form. See, the Shalom says this. The Bavavi says this. It's not my voice. <clears throat> None of this is. So we're just trying to draw from, from this fountain. The Omnam, top, top column on the <clears throat> left. The Omnam, avoda achasi, avoda sa'achana lifnea Shabbos. It's one thing to prepare before Shabbos. Aval, ikara avoda, hu b'Shabbos atmo. But the ikara avoda is on Shabbos itself. And there's two parts to this. So this is one part is like the chelik of the specific avodas that are special for Shabbos. Tfilo shel Shabbos, kiddo shel Shabbos, seudo shel Shabbos, shiros v'tishbachos, all the beautiful songs and praises. V'chol avodot amiyuchadot leShabbat. Aval miikarei avoda shel Shabbos. So 
So he's saying the, there's another part of Shabbos, which are things that you do every single day, but you got to do it differently on Shabbos. There are special things that you just do on Shabbos that are special on Shabbos. Then there are things you do every single day of the week, but the way you do it on Shabbos has to be differently. Like what? <clears throat> How do you get up in the morning on Shabbos? This is what we spoke about, I think, last week, right? The learning, someone came up to me <clears throat> in shul on Shabbos. They said, you know, I, I woke up a little bit earlier. I did, I did my daf with an extra half an hour, mashu and it was pashut gan eden. How do, you, how do you wake up on Shabbos? I have to wake up every day, but how do you wake up on Shabbos? I learn Torah every day. How am I learning Torah on Shabbos? I say brachas every day. How am I saying brachas on Shabbos? What do you think he means here? What could be the difference that he's, that he's talking about that should be implemented in the consciousness of a Jew when he says shehakol during the week versus saying shehakol on Shabbos. Hakol is drawing from, the, from Shabbos itself. Your concept of hakol is a completely different, it better be, a completely different concept of hakol of, of, of Tuesday. Hakol, everything. Or on Tuesday, you think about how, how beautiful it is that you draw down from the coal that you had on Shabbos. Right. It's true. That's the avoda, yeah. Mechadome. I should have said Wednesday, then you couldn't. I know. I set myself up for that when I realized that you're right. Ve'alzamru chazal she'eno dome ma'or panav shel Shabbos. That's why it says a person's face doesn't look the same. You know, there's an Indian by Sheva Brachas. You have to have panim chadashos besides Shabbos. Why? Because everyone has panim chadashos on Shabbos. So therefore you don't have to have panim chadashos, meaning a new person at the Sheva Brachos, because Shabbos itself, you have a new face, right? Mm-hmm. And a person elevates all the more so from what he does during the week. Look what the Ben Ishchai says. I was blown away by this. You know, in equivalence, whatever this means, right? Again, this is stuff that it, the tzaddikim know this because they're more in tune with how things pan out in the higher worlds. One hour of learning on Shabbos is like a thousand hours of learning during the week. But isn't there no, isn't there no concept of time in? Yes, I can, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. But he's because he's not because he's not really talking about time. You understand what he's saying? For we need to understand certain concepts. So he's using lashon that we could relate to. But obviously, it's not measured. He's talking about the potency. That's what he's talking about. It's not. It could be a thousand. Could be a hundred thousand. But he's just talking about the value, the value. Where the Torah that you learn on Shabbos reaches you is, is a thousand, for, for, our, for our intents and purposes, we use a language, it's a thousand times more important than if it would during the week. Yeah. On Shabbos, we have nothing else, so to speak, than to study, to learn, etc. During the week, when you're doing all the study, I'm meeting at 10 o'clock in the evening. You're right. preoccupied somehow subconsciously right. with what has to be done on the Shabbos. You have nothing else to do right. but. 
So what's what's the only problem that maybe half of the room has right now with that statement? <laughs> little kids. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, and it's a little bit of an excuse. My littlest kid is twenty-seven. <laughs> right, right. No, I know, I know. I realized as you were saying, like, I haven't been able, Baruch Hashem, to say that statement in in a, in a long time, and probably not for many years. You know, like I have nothing else. All I have is to basically learn and and ah. So it's a different way of learning and that you know what I mean. But it's true. It's true. And there's no excuses. Meaning. I'll still squeeze in whatever I can. Some would say, listen, the way you learn about the Rebona Shleilam through learning Torah is one way. The learning you learn about the Rebona Shleilam through uh, being with your children is another way. Maybe that's how I could say, like, the way I am with my children, and, the, and, the, and that's for sure, the way I can connect with my children on Shabbos is infinitely more powerful than the way I can connect with them during the week, especially... <laughs> Especially because of these, especially because of these phones, these pocket computers, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, every every single detail goes up. Shekol prat uprat shel Shabbat mashpia lechol shavua, umisal leadam mezel leein aroch yoter mimashayah sezot beemtza shavua. Like we said again, like the Benishchai said, this whole thing of one hour, thousand hours. This self-refinement that happens to you while you're learning, you know, could happen to you, should happen to you all the time. It's God's word. But what is the difference between, you know, my relationship to the Torah when I learn on Shabbos and when I learn during the week? That on Shabbos there's this Shmirah, Vishamru Vnei Yisrael Shabbos, I'm guarding the in-between. There's something in between me and God. There's something in between us. So when there's something in between us and I'm aware of it, I want to hear every single word the person that I, the entity that I love is telling me. And I'm much more attentive. I'm much more in tune. I'm listening much closer. That's what I feel for now is what this tzaddik is saying. I'm paying much more attention. You know, when someone that you love tells you something, so when there's other distractions in life, it's like, you're like, okay, I want to make sure I understand what you said, and go weiter. When someone, that, when someone you mamish love, you know, tells you something and you really want to make sure, you have to go somewhere where it's quiet, you have to listen over and over again to what they're saying to you, and you have to breathe in every word they're saying to you. That's Shabbos. And I feel so strongly, because of the door that we're living in, especially because of the distractions, Shabbos is becoming more and more beautiful because the, I think it's, been point, it's being pointed out the necessity of this, of this I really, you know, wow I could hear you clearer because there's so much static during the week there's so much turbulence there's so much that, that, that disrupts the in-between but on Shabbos <clears throat> the rate, meaning I'm not trying to find it there's no static nothing nothing and that's really the point, I feel like, what he's, what he's going to explain to us is, like, understand something. The closer you get to the, day, to, to, to the moment where you know there's no more static and there's just the in-between, the Yetzirah is going to come and try to push your buttons as, as hard as possible because it knows that once there's no static <laughs> regarding the in-between, he's done. The other side is toast. So he's going to go out with full, you know, with all its battle to try to prevent that from happening. And that is one of the reasons why 
Friday afternoons are Gehenim. One of the reasons. But we're going to speak about a few of those reasons. It's not just one. A few of those reasons. Yeah, you want to say something? Between can either be a separator or a connector. Maybe during the week it might be a separator. That's beautiful. Nachon, that language is interesting. In between means there's something that, that stands between us, right? Actually, Moshe Rabbeinu, it's interesting. The Torah says, Anochi Omed, it's a famous Torah from the Baal Shem Tov, Anochi Omed Beini Uveinichem. So, in Hasidus they say, that means there's something that's standing between me, between Hashem and us. What is it? Anochi, the eye, the ego. The ego is what stands bet- in the in-between. And Shabbos, no. Beini Uveim Bnei Yisrael, Oshi Laolam. This is a sign for eternity. When I realize the preciousness of, of the in-between. Now, Let's, let's bring this very high Torah down into the world, Lemaise. Lemaise. I can't tell you, I'm sure you get this also, how many parents, here it's a little bit different because of my situation, sit right here every week and trying to figure out how their children can taste the in-between. They don't say it in those words, but that's what they're basically saying. Right? And I always come back to them to ask them what the Shabbos table is like. Always, always. That Shabbos table doesn't mean I puzzle out everything that my children wants to do. My Shabbos table is a different, it's not what it's about. It's the place for a child to feel like I'm also part of the Tish. Like, there's also me that's involved in this big thing called Shabbos. Friend who lost her, her father right after my Abba passed away. Yeah. And he was known for bringing the entire children at the Shabbos table. And they have, there's a, there's a magnet on my door. It says, Oh, really? Mm. What was his name? Schwartz. His first name. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. It's, it's really, he was in the power of something like thousands of kids in Ranana. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, I, I went once on Shabbos, like 20 years ago, came out to the Piyasetzner Rebbe in uh, Ramat Bechemesh, Rav Shapira. He's the... Have you ever met him? Have any of you met him? You never met him before, Rav Shapira? Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, we... What's that? I have there yesterday. You went yesterday? 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 You went yesterday? No, yesterday. Two days ago. Oh, when you... Were, when you were giving share by uh, Yudi. I was there. You were by the Piyasetzner? Oh, Yeah. Oh, where we went there. We took we the Hebra. We got to go back. So his grandfather was the brother of the Eish Kodesh. And it's amazing. His face is really amazing. Now, I had to see this for myself. I'm growing up. I'm hearing all these stories. The PSS things, the Rebbe of children and everything. So I went there. This is when they were in their small place in Ramat Beit Shemesh. And uh, actually, you know what? I think. Yeah. My Hachshara Savrechim. He gave me this years ago. The PSN, the, the Rebbe, he gave me this. I actually this. The Sefer we're learning Mondays and Wednesdays. He had given it to me. So, so his name is Eli Melech, right? Yeah, Eli Melech Shapira. Eli Melech. Huh? His yeah, his, his, gra- his great-grandfather's name was Eli Melech. That was the Piyasetzner's father. Piyasetzner's son, who was killed also, his name was Eli Melech too. So he's also Eli Melech Shapira. His grandfather was the Admora Chalutz, Rabbi Shai Shapira, the one that made Aliyah, was a student of, the, of Rav Kook. Put out a sefer called Eretz Chefetz, which is all the Torahs of Rav Kook on Gedusha Eretz Yisrael. Anyway, so I went to, to the Tish. I wanted to see what it was like. And, and I went to Shalashudis. The Rebbe was wearing Spadok Shtrang, the whole thing. 
He's running around. I'm not kidding. He ran from table to table to make sure the children had what to eat. But he was not like, this is a cute thing. Look what we do here in Piasetzna. He looked like he was serving in the, in the Beis Amigdash when he was going to make sure the children had what they needed. Mamish. Mamish. Now he's drawing in not just the Masoret of his grandfather, but the Kedusha of Shabbos is wide open at that moment. Right? Shabbos, the gates are wide open to be in touch with Baini Uven Bnei Yisrael, with the in-between. He's drawing all that together. And that's how, you know, the Piyasetz Nerebbe, the Ishkredes, Chusya Genelenu, was operating even, with, even, by, even, even by the Warsaw Ghetto. Giving children a feeling that they're part of the Baini Uven Bnei Yisrael, the in-between, there's something in-between. Anyway, this avoda is a very, very big avoda. It's a very, very big avoda. It starts with when our children see that our shahakos on Shabbos are different than during the week. When our children see that our, that our the, not just the special things of Shabbos are special, hopefully that is, but it's the things that we do every day that we do on Shabbos also. I think when those things are also elevated up, a child realizes something's going on here. Whatever, you'll tell your Abba afterwards. If anything I'm saying is actually, I'm sure it is. I'm sure he's, he's his little thing. <laughs> yeah, pressure's on, Ellie. This was all, not the right day to bring a child to Shir. Let me tell you that much. Now, chas v'shalom. There's never a wrong day to bring a child to Shir. Yeah, Yanko. One of the most beautiful things I've ever seen on the Shabbos table is where the parents go around and engage the children. What was the best thing about your week? How yeah. you, you yeah. going to get them involved in that discussion and have them know that they're part of, the, <clears throat> part of Shabbat? Yeah. It's a beautiful, it was absolutely a good yeah. thing I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I could share also on that. Just thing. louder. I, I don't know if why I, I can't make it of this. If I could share also on that, even like at our Shabbos table, one of the ideas Rabbi Nachman talks about is when you learn Torah, when you say Tehillim, so it's not just about talking about this person and that person, but I have to see it as it's stories about you and me. And with Noah, so last week, I was saying, okay, guys, I said to my kids, was he a tzaddik, a door? Was he just dafka for this door that he was a tzaddik? Or maybe, what would be with him in Avram Avinu's generation? Or is he like, really? And the way that the kids took it, just once is 95% tzaddik, like, total superstar at 5%, like, maybe wasn't so special. And, like, each one got really into it. So the more we're, like, inviting them to say, hey, what if you were Noah? What if you were Avram? And all of a sudden, 75 years old, you're told, get out, go, like, you know. What do you do with that? It opens up so much for them. It does. It really does. It really does. Okay, so next week, I have to stop now. Next week, we'll continue with this Maimar Bezrat Hashem. And it should be a real lift, a Shabbos of Ma'in Alam Haba, and all the Torahs we're learning on Friday should really seep into the rest of Friday, and then especially into Kabbalah Shabbos Be'ezer Hashem. Shukrach, everyone.